Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lot to unpack here, guys. UFC 290 just wrapped. It was hands down the best pay per view I've seen in a really long time. From start to finish, the fights are great. The very first fight of the night was a decision, and then we went KO, TKO, submission, submission, KO. Decision, KO, KO, decision, KO, decision, TKO. Six underdogs won, seven favorites won. That's some big underdogs tonight. But that's quality matchmaking, right? When you get those types of fights and you get those types of results. What an amazing fight card. I don't even know where to start. I guess we got to start at the top, right? Because the night ultimately belongs to Alexander Volkanovsky. First time back at 145, taking on Yair Rodriguez. And so many people thought that Yair would present so many issues to him. That proved not to be the case. Alexander Volkanovsky once again proved why he is, in my opinion, the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. Pound-for-pound is you having the ability and your fighting style translates across weight divisions. I know John Jones is the heavyweight champion and he was the light heavyweight champion. So there is a case there. But what Volkanovsky is doing, guys, is next level. This is no knock on anyone else. This is just paying homage to how great Alexander has been. This fight was a it was it was it was a non it was non-competitive because he never allowed it to be. He's a tank, he's a monster, he's so strong and physically gifted that these featherweights struggle with him. We thought it was crazy that he was able to compete with Islam Mahachev in the way that he did, but I can't imagine if they fought again, he wouldn't make it another competitive fight because I think he's that good. His fight IQ is so high that people can't really 
understand how good this guy is. You know, his striking, his cardio, his wrestling, it just all came together tonight. And it really did prove that there are levels at 145. And he is operating at a level that's like this. Now, Ilya Taportia is good. He's really good. But he does a lot of the basic things really good. He's a great boxer, great wrestler, great grappler. Is he going to be able to do that better than Alexander Volkanovsky? I guess the, the fact that we can question it means that it's an exciting fight or something we can get into. But this dude tonight showed he's next level as our boy Miles once again breaks down the stuff at the end of the night. Gosh, I can't even find the words to really describe who Alexander Volkanovsky is. The man is next level. You guys are watching something real special right now. I hope you are enjoying it and really giving it the credit that it deserves. Watching this man compete the way that he's competing for you. In the co-main event, guys, we got the fight of the year. I don't care what nobody says. The, the effort that those two put out there over the course of that 25 minutes, I was on the edge of my feet. When you get a 25-minute championship fight and you don't know who won, literally have no idea who won, that means that you had a really good fight. This fight was good from the moment it started. Pantoja said he didn't expect Moreno to make it out of the first round. And he fought like that. He fought like this was going to be a one-round fight. He went at him like he was the same kid that he beat in 2018. But Moreno showed right away, I'm not that guy. I'm someone completely different. I'm someone new. I'm the champ. And I fight like the champ. Moreno started fighting behind the jab, put a lot of damage on Pantoja. But I thought Pantoja showed some great spirit when he lost that second round in the way that he did. Came back in the third round and kind of pivoted. Started to use the wrestling that allowed him to win this fight. It was literally the wrestling and the grappling that won this fight for him. I don't understand how they scored round four and five, though. Because two judges scored round four for Moreno. Those same two judges scored round five for Pantoja. When in round four and five, the rounds were very similar. It was Moreno winning the striking, Pantoja winning the grappling. How do you split how you're judging the rounds? I don't get it. That was literally the only bad thing about that fight. Now, a lot of people online were saying, DC, you don't want to fight by holding somebody down. Guess what? This guy got back control. This guy was grappling. This guy was fatigued. He was exhausted. And he made his way back into this fight. You guys got to pay homage to this new champion. This kid has a great story. And it was it was on full display inside the octagon. When he was talking to Joe, he actually said, my mother raised me and my brother alone. And then he looked directly in the camera and he goes, dad, are you proud of me now? That's some deep shit, man. That's some, that's some heavy emotional shit to carry going into the biggest moment of your life, but you knew it was on his mind because he did it in his biggest moment. He knows his father's probably watching somewhere, trying to figure out a way to make his way back into his life. But that message to me was very clear. It was very concise. We needed you then. I don't think he needs him now because now he's the flyweight champion of the world and the baddest 125 pounder on the planet. Hey, Brandon Moreno is 0-3 against this guy. 0-2 technically, it was the ultimate fight as an exhibition. But I would watch those guys fight again. It was that good. It was that good a fight. You put those two in the octagon, 
and it's always going to be that good. Moreno's going to be upset, but there's not, no reason for him to be upset. He fought valiantly, and he made a good account of himself. He's 0-3 versus Pantoja, but my question for those two is they know how much it's going to take in order to beat the other. Who's going to be willing to do that the next time they match up? Because we saw in the Davis and Figueredo series, by the third fight, Figueredo, or the fourth fight, Figueredo wasn't willing to put the effort to beat Moreno again. Who's going to be the person that doesn't allow themselves to go to that point the next time these two are matched up? Because guess what? They will be matched up again. They're both that good. Hats off to the new champ, though. Alessandre Pantoja. You are good, man. And hey, it don't matter. If your father's proud, there are a lot of people proud of you in the world. Watching you break through and watching your family's reaction, watching Gilbert Burns' reaction, amazing. Amanda Nunes said, hey, I was the Brazilian champion. I represent the country. Somebody go get that belt. Well, you answered it, champ. And you are the man now, Pantoja. Congratulations to you and all your coach at the American Top Team. Guys, before we get into Robbie Lawler, today's video is brought to you by the Game Time app. The Game Time app is the last-minute leader, worldwide leader, in last-minute ticket sales. So no matter what you're trying to do, whether it's a basketball game, summer league's going on in Vegas right now, football season's coming up, soccer, I mean UFC, use the Game Time app to get those last-minute tickets and save big money by using the app. And if that ain't enough, use my promo code DCTV for $20 off of your first purchase. Concerts, comedy shows, sporting events, the Game Time app's got you. So once again, download the Game Time app right now. Use the promo code DCTV for $20 off of your first purchase. Robbie Lawler got a fairy tale ending tonight. And I don't know if I've ever been happier for another person because I, I feared him going out like so many of us did before. He didn't, he didn't. He went out there and he got it done. He got it done quickly against Nico Price. Knocked his ass out quick, got it done. Got a, got a, got a whole montage package of his career and teared up. I never would have thought that I would see Robbie Lawler cry. In my entire life, I never thought I'd see Robbie Lawler crying because Robbie Lawler cried, everybody else in here cried. He doesn't cry. We all cried because we celebrated one of the best fighters we have seen, one of the most exciting fighters we have seen do his thing in the octagon and now get to ride off into the sunset in the way that so many of us dreamt of. Didn't happen for us. Tonight it happened for Robbie Lawler. Drake is Duplessis beat Robert Whitaker, guys. It's been almost 10 years since Robert Whitaker had lost to anyone but Israel Asani. Duplessis got it done, and he got it done in a phenomenal way. Now, Izzy gets in there. Him and Rob are on, him and uh, Drakus are on some different energy because when Izzy's saying, do a 23andMe, I'm Nigerian. You won't be African because I guess Drakus Duplessis comes from, uh, let me read this real quick because Rogan showed it to me. He's a smart guy. He's making reference to Duplessis and his people, his heritage, the Dutch coming to Africa, South Africa. That's why he would not be Nigerian. That's why he wouldn't be naturally African. These guys have real beef and it's rooted in something so nasty. Uh, it's going to make, hey, the nastier it is, the better it is for us because the build to that fight is going to be sick. Now, Drake sometimes can be a bit odd in terms of the way he approaches fights. The one thing you could never deny, though, is that this guy is a winner. And now he's won six in a row to start his UFC career and earned himself a middleweight championship fight. Dan Hooker and Jalen Turner had a fight. 
great fight. Hooker broke his arm early. Joe asked him, did you break your arm? And he goes, it was just a little scratch. He sure did break his arm, and it's a bad break. We were talking about Dan Hooker retiring a, a, about a year and a half ago. Not anymore. This dude just beat Claudio Pouillet and Jalen Turner to prove that he's still one of the top 10 fighters in the world. What a fantastic night from Las Vegas, guys. This crowd was on fire. The whole event was tremendous. To me, it's the fight card of the year to this point. And we witnessed the fight of the year in Brandon Moreno versus Pantoja too. It was a great night from Las Vegas. I have the best job in the world. I'm so lucky and blessed to call the UFC my home. Guys, thank you for the support in everything I do. I appreciate you. I love you. Until next time, peace. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.